Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another special episode in the In Faith series of podcasts. I'm your host, Daniel Dynek, and this week has been interesting. <laughs> it started Sunday afternoon-ish when I found myself kind of losing motivation and excitement over the various goals I had set for myself this year. I had been really excited to pursue all these different things, and all of a sudden, Sunday, it kind of started going away. Monday, I started scripting the podcast and, and was did good on that, and then like just kind of couldn't get myself to do much else. It was actually really interesting because in the middle of that, I had kind of considered, you know, I hadn't gone to see my friend Tyler for a long time. And I was like, maybe I should, you know, go and, and spend some time with him and hang out and stuff. And then it turned out a little bit later in the week or later that day, I think, he sent me an email that he kind of had some things going on too. And I was like, you know what? This is perfect because I was planning on heading over there for a visit anyway and kind of hanging out and talking. So it worked out. We were able to get together uh, Wednesday morning and that was really good. But back to the the lack of motivation thing. And there's a there's an interesting conflict that I find myself having where I find it difficult to get excited for more than one thing at a time. And I've talked about this a little bit before. Um, I think I tweeted about it once that, you know, I have these different things that I can get excited about. I'm excited for another season with the trail crew at Metro Parks, excited for my writing, getting book four done, working on the audiobook for By Ways Unseen. I'm also getting excited about this podcast and what I've been doing with it and and working on it. And then also getting really excited for uh, a really big mountain bike goal I have scheduled right now for September. And I've been training already for it, uh, working on not only training just physically, but also working on my nutrition, like what I need to be eating and drinking and things like that to really like grow and expand my abilities as a rider. And, you know, I can do that and like things go really, really well for a long time. And then, I don't know, it just, it's either, you know, motivation for one thing kind of fades and, you know, another one, like I start getting really, really excited and it's, it gets to a point of like, I only want to do this one thing. Like I, part of me really wishes I could just focus on one thing. I keep thinking of, you know, athletes out there, or if honestly, i oftentimes think of Joe Bonamassa, a blues guitarist, really, really phenomenal blues guitarist. He was like five years old, knew he wanted to play guitar, started playing and practicing or five or eight years old or something like that. And by like the age of 13, he was playing with BB King. And now he's in his forties, I think. And like incredible, incredible guitarist. And he had this super focus on doing this, playing guitar, getting good at it. That's all he spent his life doing for the most part is working on that skill. And part of me wishes that I could do that, that I could pick one single thing, zero in on it with like laser focus and just pursue it and become really good at it. And I cannot seem to do it for the life of me. Um, I think it's still a holdover from when I was young. It's just part of my personality at this point that like I change interests very, very frequently. Now, part of that really helps with fantasy writing because you have to know a lot of different things and have a lot of different interests to write fantasy well because it's not just a fantasy genre but knowing you know sailing and archery and swordsmanship and culture and finances and like all these different aspects that you need to create a whole new world 
It kind of means you can't have just one overriding interest. So sometimes it works out really well. Times like this, it seems to not, where it's, I have so many different things going on that at some point I'll start to like really just get into one thing. And I think the past week or two, it's been the mountain biking side of things. I've been just really digging into my training and riding and getting really, really excited about that. And it started kind of overwhelming, I think, to a degree. So that might have been part of it. I'm not sure. Then also this past week, I had been working with a client to get her manuscript formatted and uploaded to Amazon as part of my author services package that I was offering on my website. And I forgot how much work formatting is. I'm going to get into that probably a little bit more later on in this episode here, but it was honestly draining and it had nothing to do with her or with the book. It's just, I do think part of it is the program I'm using is maybe not the best for it. Again, I'll, I'll get into that a little bit further on, but it was certainly like this week was we were getting close to having it done. Aaron had proofread it. And so it was my turn to like start the formatting and trying to get it formatted and in the right file type and looking good. And it's, you know, it's just one little thing after another. You fix one thing, do all the work to, to get it into a file again. And then you find something else that's not quite right. And you go back and you try to fix it. And maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. If it does work, then you find something else. And uh, it kind of culminated Thursday night with trying to get the file uploaded. It took us two hours to finally get the paperback version, like the interior good to go. And then we're having issues with the cover and some of that's still going on. So it's just this whole big thing. And I'm looking at it and thinking, this is a lot of work to do this. And I think I'm not quite there. So that was going on. And then I started falling behind on the podcast. I have the next episode, a couple paragraphs away from ready to go. And I couldn't just like get myself to either find the time or to find the motivation to just dig in and finish it out. And so here I am Friday night earlier today, I wrote down this little just three point three bullet point outline. And I'm just kind of going not off the cuff. I've been thinking about what I want to say here, but to a degree, just talking as soon as I'm done with this, probably do a little bit of editing to get it ready to go, do the rest of it in the morning publish it and you guys should be listening to it um, here on Saturday or Sunday or whenever it is you get around to it but it should be up Saturday still so that's that's still the goal <laughs> as of Friday night as I'm recording this but yeah it was just it's so it was a crazy week and between that and some things that are that have just been reading doing my Bible reading every day and my devotional reading and then just what's been happening. It kind of came to me, I read, or I think earlier, it was either today or yesterday morning, in James, chapter 1, verses 2 and 3, says, Consider it pure joy when you face temptations of many kinds, or when you face many trials. And I looked into that a little bit further, and it's interesting, you know, the, the King James Version says diverse, but the, the Greek word behind it all, it's not many as in number, but it is that it's diverse trials, that it could be, the trial could be anything, Anything that is kind of hindering you or, you know, stopping you outright or just confusing you or, you know, making life a little bit hard, creating a pinch point of some kind, like it could come from anywhere. It could be anything that's happening to you, happening around you. And no matter what it is, no matter how frustrated it can make us with keeping us from doing what we really want to be doing, we're still supposed to consider that joy. And... I think what he's getting at there 
well, I kind of I know what he's getting at there because I've heard about it a lot. But then also the rest of the the passage says, because you know that trials increase your faith, and we should always rejoice to a degree in opportunities to grow our faith. This is what we as Christians are to be doing. We are constantly to be growing and moving forward, growing our faith, and oftentimes, as much as it sucks, the only way to do that is to struggle. We don't like that these days. We like to think, oh, if I just read enough about it or hear someone speak on it really well, then I can internalize it that way and live it out. And sometimes you can. Sometimes, you know, the preaching can be so good and it just hits you so perfectly that you understand it in your heart, not just in your mind, and you never question it ever again. That can happen. I get that. I certainly myself enjoy when it works that way. But a lot of times we can think that we know it, we can say that we believe it, but then things start getting hard and you start questioning, well, wait a second, I didn't think this was supposed to work this way. And you start questioning and doubting and worrying and all the things that we're not supposed to be doing. And this is the moment where you truly, truly, truly have an opportunity to grow your faith. You don't necessarily grow it. You can handle the trials badly. You could not rejoice in them. You could not practice what you have been taught. You could choose to not practice what you've learned or what you've memorized is an opportunity only to grow faith. How you handle it is going to determine whether or not you do. And we talk about growing our faith. This is a broad, multifaceted thing. It's growing our faith in God, that he is who he says he is, that he will act toward us the way he says he will act toward us. It's faith in the promise or the promises of God, that what he has said or what he has given you in your life, that you know he has not given it to you for no purpose. And that's where I come to what's been happening with this podcast. So I fell behind this week, as I mentioned, and I'm here Friday trying to just really quick kind of do an episode and still have it ready Saturday morning. And, you know, like I said, as of recording this, I don't know if I'm going to succeed. That's the goal. But as I started thinking about that and thinking something that had come to me earlier in the week was kind of a new, uh, maybe a little bit of a new format, but an idea of a, a podcast to run where <laughs> just in my head, I started calling it the writer's lounge. And so it would be a little bit more writer focused but having, you know, writerly guests on. And I just, in, in my head, imagine like right now I'm sitting in kind of a kitchen chair, so I'm, I'm more upright than I might prefer. And so like changing that to just, you know, get into something that can recline, that we're just relaxing, we're comfortable. I have, you know, a guest either in the studio or whatever, recording in the room with me, or maybe they're, you know, dialing in, through Zoom or something like that, but we're just, we're sitting and we're talking and we're talking about writing, talking about the craft of writing, what it feels like to be a writer, things we struggle with. I went so far as to imagine like we could share a drink, like whatever the writer's favorite drink is. I imagine we'd end up having a lot of either coffee or tea because that seems to be the two favorites, but asking them like, you know, what's your favorite drink? And then we would each have a cup of that with us that we would share the drink, share our, you know, a little bit of our lives and our struggles and our celebrations you know, things that work out really well for us, what we love about writing. And then ideally, too, they would also be Christian writers, or at least I would occasionally have a Christian writer we could talk about our faith as well. But part of what, um, as I started thinking about this idea of an opportunity to grow faith, um, I come back to that this podcast is a little bit, we could consider it a promise of God for me, that 
I invested in some of the equipment to be able to do this. You know, I started this podcast a year ago. I mean, we took that break kind of once work picked up last year, but you know, I started kind of January, February timeframe last year because we had six months of writing in faith, had 26 episodes out there. So I've been doing this for a while. And to me, that speaks the idea that if God did not want me to do this, something would have gone wrong. <laughs> that either I would have heard from him like, no, don't do this yet, or you know, whatever it would be. So the fact that this podcast still exists a year later, I'm still recording episodes. I have plans and ideas for episodes far, far into the future. This isn't anything that's going to die anytime soon or go away. I have not, you know, certainly not lost the desire to, to speak like I am now. That in essence, that is a promise of God to me, for me, that this podcast is something that is worth my time spending on. And so when I have a week like I had this past week where I'm struggling to come up with this podcast, kind of hitting these walls, I'm not finding the motivation. Maybe there's an opportunity to grow my faith, first of all, that it is a promise that, okay, just because I'm struggling this week, that doesn't mean it's over. But then also, part of the the writer's lounge idea in my head was that, you know, I've talked about how I, you know, I script out the podcast for three days. It takes me to, to write it out at least three days. And then I'm recording Wednesday night and I'm reading off this script and just kind of reading down the line, trying to remember <laughs> some of the passion I had when I was writing it. And, you know, the things are, I'm reading scripture and things are clicking in my head. And I'm getting really excited about it. I try to bring that into it, but it takes a long, long time. So I, then I record it Wednesday night and then it's two days usually of editing. And so it's this big, long process that, again, I had mentioned in a, you know, a more recent episode that once work started, it might have to go by the wayside or go bi-weekly or even just you know whenever I can get to it and whenever an episode is finally done and ready to go, then I'd release it whenever it was done. And that might be you know kind of an intermittent release schedule, but I'd be moving forward. The opportunity I have now is to try this kind of new format based off this idea of the writer's lounge where I just, I know what I want to talk about. When we're going through Genesis and things like that, as we continue through the Old Testament and faith series, there will be a lot of scripture references. I'll probably have the verse like printed out on the screen so I can at least quote the verse word for word, but doing a lot more of kind of speaking off the cuff a little bit more. And so it's less time scripting it because it's more of just kind of in my head going through what I want to say, how I want to say it, writing down this outline like I have. And then when I go to edit, like not worry as much how it sounds. Maybe, you know, eight out of every 10 ums I delete. I leave two of them in there every 10 just to kind of not take as long editing it, something like that. So maybe as I do that, it might be faster to create and edit and get out there and still not be unprofessional or something that you don't want to listen to, but won't take nearly as long from, you know, start to finish to get it done and ready to be published. And then easier to maintain from week to week. So then I can, you know, if it only takes me an hour Friday morning and then two hours Friday night, I can sustain that even while I'm working. So we're going to give this a shot. I have, like I said, I'm, I was nearly done with this week's episode, didn't quite get it finished. So I'll finish that next week. Next Saturday will still be like a normal, a normal sounding episode of Old Testament and Faith. And then we're going to start running with the new format and just see if it works. I have multiple avenues of social media. You can leave a comment on my website, danieldidek.com, on Twitter at Daniel Didek, 
facebook.com slash danieldidek.author. Let me know what you think. If the episodes are coming out and you're like, I really like the previous way better and I don't mind waiting an extra amount of time to hear it, that's fine. If you like this better and you can say, yeah, this is great. I can't believe you wasted all your time scripting all those episodes. This sounds so much better or something in between. So that's going to be one of the changes coming starting. Like I said, next week will be a normal episode. After that, you'll kind of, you'll, you should notice that it sounds quite a bit different perhaps than it has. Another one is by ways unseen. I want to mention that because I mentioned last week that I was starting to think of rewriting it. Bad news is potentially bad news is I am actually going to start doing that sooner rather than later. So after I'd finished working on the script for the, the podcast Monday, the only other thing I could get myself to like find some motivation to do was start digging into what was, what is it going to take to rewrite by ways on scene the way I want to. And I started getting really excited about it. It's not going to be, it's probably going to be a little bit of both. It's not going to be as much work as I think it's going to be, but it's also going to be a lot more work than I think it's going to be. But the main point being a little bit of revising in the first, I forget how many chapters, nine or 10. The interesting thing is the, I did record another chapter and I have not gotten to edit it yet. I recorded it last Friday. That chapter at the end of that chapter is where the planned rewrite would basically start. Instead of going left, they're going to go right and it's going to change everything. What I might end up doing is starting the rewrite now. I will keep up with my word count goal on book four. That will still be my first priority. Once I reach that on a daily or weekly basis, then any extra time I have for writing, I'm going to spend rewriting by ways unseen. I'll probably just start from this chapter. So it's just kind of this middle chunk is going to change. I forget how many chapters. I haven't looked into it that far yet, but basically there's like this six or seven chapter chunk, I think, that will change. And then once I get back to the end of that, then it'll kind of continue the way it was. And I'll just need to do some revising with what exists. And then at the end of that, I'll go back and revise chapters one through now, and then potentially, you know, re-record that, then be able to release the whole thing, come up with a new paperback version, release the audio book on Audible, and there you go. But like I said, the main thing, pausing recording for now until I get the next chapter revised the way I want it to go. Keep the word count goals for book four so that that doesn't start falling behind. And even when I start work again, like that will be the first thing is spending some time every week on book four and making sure I'm making progress there. And then the last thing that's going to change, and then, then we have reached the end of the episode is for now, the author services are going to be suspended. As I said, I kind of forgot how much work it is formatting a book, at least for me currently, with the programs I'm using. Again, with, you know, work with the Metro Park starting up again in the near-ish future, there's just no way I'm going to have the time to do that or to, you know, offer a realistic, like, schedule with doing that. So that's kind of off the table for the moment. The one thing, so here's where I'll talk about this now. I currently use Scrivener to write and format my manuscripts. And I take the, the file over to Amazon to actually publish it. I'm beginning to think that that is not the best platform for formatting. It has a lot of formatting options that are very cool. The one big one that I keep getting stuck on is the page numbers. They tend to print outside the acceptable margins of the file. So when I upload the document to Amazon, it won't let me print it or publish it in that format because there is text outside of where they can print. And I have looked into this problem and 
the creator of Scrivener offered a solution. I tried that solution and it still does not work. Um, so I don't know what's going on there, but I had been hearing a lot about Vellum and I looked into it and it is so kind of where Scrivener seems to be more focused on the plotting and outlining and building of the book, writing of the book, and seems to lag a little bit on the formatting side. Vellum seems to be focused on like it is first and foremost a formatting program. You can create in it and do all sorts of things with it, but it seems to be like when I'm reading about the product, the focus is more on what you can do for formatting it. And so I may end up writing the book in Scrivener, taking it over to Vellum to publish it, but that'll be a far future question. That's going to be either when this season ends with Metro Parks and I'm off work again and have all sorts of time or whatever, however this year turns out. That'll be down the road because it's $250 for Vellum to get the version that lets you publish an unlimited number of eBooks and paperbacks. But that's kind of what I'm looking at now. And then if I get that program, if I get Vellum and it works really, really nicely, and I feel like I can pretty quickly, you know, format a really nice book, a nice manuscript ready to publish on Amazon, then I might be able to start the author services again. But far future, right now, Saturday, maybe when you're listening to this or Sunday, if you don't get to it right away, just kind of hitting a little bit of a reset over this weekend. Still going to do a big training ride Saturday afternoon, but then focus on getting back into back into the groove Monday with a new plan, new format, see how things go, maintain it as long as possible. As I said before, you know, then the schedule changes again and you got to kind of refigure out everything that seems to me to, to just be kind of part of life. Hope this has been educational and encouraging. And I always appreciate hearing that, you know, writers that I enjoy and things like that are making progress and working through issues and, So hopefully that is for you guys as well. It's been a while since book three now. Book four is still quite a ways out. I am 21% of the way through it. Currently, I'm still really excited to finish this book and have it well edited and a print version in my hand, this huge big tome of a book to look at. I'm really excited for that and to move forward with the series. And maybe Writer's Lounge will become a thing. That'd be kind of cool. If you're a writer, and especially if you're a Christian writer, and you, that sounds like something you really want to get on board with, let me know. Maybe if I get a whole lot of interest in it, then we can make this actually be a thing at some point. The Writer's Lounge in Faith. I don't know what it'll be. Maybe it'll, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Anyway, that's all for this week, folks. I uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. Talk to you again next week with another Old Testament in Faith episode. See you guys then. Or whatever. Whatever.